Welcome to Women's Hot Topics. Ladies, this show is for you. Find clarity, discernment, and discover who you are in Jesus Christ, all while exploring the hot topics of the day. She's an evangelist, founder, and president of Him for Her Ministries, and she's here to tell it like it is. Your host, Shug Burry. What happened if you say what you want to say? Hey friends, Shug Burry here, and we have a topic that you need to hear on Women's Hot Topics. Uh, It's a dear one to my heart. It's important and urgent that we get this out there, and I want to share with you what this topic is. Uh, We've got Abby Johnson on with us today, and the first time I had heard of Abby was when I was watching the National Republican Convention in 2020, and she took the stage and began to decry her former employer and speak out against abortion rights in the country. I was mesmerized by her very well-crafted words her professionalism, and her ability to rally the listeners around her passion against abortion. We have invited her on several times before, and each show is unique. We did one on uh, show number 187 on abortion, and then there were none, and number 208, uh, which is the battle over abortion, the Roe versus Wade issue. And please listen to those earlier shows because they're vital and they're so important. And sh- this is how she has arrived here for a time such as this. And I have invited Abby back on today because there is an urgent message she has, and she truly wants to invite you to join her. Um, people often jest and say this is you know life or death. Well, I'm telling you, it is life and death, friends. So I truly mean it. And I believe that God brought you here, friends, to listen to the show right now for a time such as this. I've always been a straight shooter, friends, and I believe God will hold us accountable on our actions and our inactions. Abby Johnson, welcome. Thank you so much for having me on, Shug. You know, if you're on YouTube with us, you can see that she is a woman of action and she's a multitasker, as most mothers are. Uh, she has got how many kids do you have? I have eight. Eight kids. And and she's married and she's uh, running this organization as well. And would you tell us a little bit about yourself, Abby? Yeah. So like you said, I'm a mom of eight and a wife. My kids are just the most awesome thing in my life. And uh, and so, yeah, I'm here in my car I just picked up four of my boys from a a camp that they were at for a week so we're you know here multitasking with my kids but uh, I just you know I had to come on and talk about um, this project that that we've worked on for so long and it's been part of my life for for eight years and um, yeah I mean I'm I'm a pro-life activist pro-life advocate I worked in the abortion industry for eight years and so you know, now part of, of my heart and, and what I do and what I'm passionate about is going out and, and helping people understand the damage of abortion and, but also helping them understand the healing that can come if you've participated in abortion, if you've had an abortion, I'm a woman who's had two abortions. So I understand what drives a woman to have an abortion. And I also understand the healing that can come through Christ Jesus if you have had an abortion and and the mercy and the forgiveness that he's waiting to give. Now she in 2012 founded, and then there were none. And it's the only ministry that helps abortion workers leave their jobs um, and find new ones in the, out of the industry. 
And to date, uh, they have helped over 570 abortion workers quit their jobs. I mean, I just think, wow, 570. I mean, amen for that. Uh, she founded Pro Love Ministries and Love Line in 2019. And she has a best selling book, which became a feature film, which I watched, broke my heart. My husband watched it with me called Unplanned. Uh, she has a podcast called Politely Rude. I love that title. That is such a great title. Politely Rude. That would be something that would be right up my alley. She's the <laughs> author of Fierce Mercy in 2022, co-editor of Life to the Full in 23. And again, she had mentioned uh, she's got eight kids with her husband, Doug. So um, I want you ladies to mark on your calendars if you can. You know, some of you women are able to work at spur of the moment. And I want you to mark down June 23rd to the 25th. Um, the reason Abby is on with me today is there's an annual pro-life women's conference, the only conference in the whole entire country specifically for pro-life women in St. Charles, Missouri at the end of June. And it's the only conference that focuses solely on women and the roles in pro-life movement. Um, is this the eighth annual, Abby? Yeah, this is our eighth conference. And, you know, I started this, I started this eight years ago. I was actually at my mom's house with some of my friends about 10 years ago. And I, I was like, you know, there's no conference that's specifically for women. I mean, if you look at the pro-abortion movement and kind of this choice movement that's out there, they are directing the narrative, right? They're directing the narrative in the movement, uh, in the media. They're out there saying that women need abortion. They're out there saying that, you know, if you're going to be pro-woman, then you must be pro-choice. And I just thought, that's not true. That That's a complete lie. And all of my friends are pro-life and they're women. And I thought we need to take that narrative back. Mm -hmm. And, but we have to organize, we have to work at this. And one thing that the, the abortion movement is really, really good at, they're really good at organizing. They're really good at strategizing. They're good at coming together. I remember in 2016, when the Women's March, it was the first Women's March, they organized and they had, you know, over 100,000 women come together in D.C. And then just a couple weeks later in Detroit, they announced, I mean, literally in two weeks, they announced that they were going to have their first ever Women's March conference in Detroit. And Shug, in two weeks, they had over 4,000 women. Wow. come together in Detroit at this working conference. They strategized, they came together and they made things happen. And they directed that narrative around the Women's March. And I thought, oh my gosh, these women, they're willing to sacrifice. They're willing to do whatever they have to do to come together and to direct this narrative that women need abortion. And I thought, we have to do the same but we have to do it in a life-affirming way to tell women that they don't need abortion. And I thought that's what's missing in our movement. We don't come together and strategize. We don't come together and organize. And so I started looking around and I actually looked up the website, Pro-Life Women. And I thought, is that website available? And it was. And so I bought the website and we started organizing the conference and I couldn't believe I that there wasn't a pro-life women's conference out there yeah. Yeah. after 50 years of fighting this battle. 
And so we got it together and it has just been, it has been such a blessing Mm -hmm. over the past eight years. And it is different than any conference you've ever been to. So tell me about some of the speakers or a little snapshot of the topics or, you know, what does it look like? You call it a working conference. What does that look like and who can be invited? Yeah, any, I mean, anybody can come. So we say it's a women's conference, but we do have men who come. So men, men are welcome. Uh, we're not discriminatory. So we do have uh, quite a few men that have started to come because they're like, you know what? You have some of the best pro-life speakers in the country coming. We're not going to miss it just because we're men. So yeah, we do have some men that come. It's open to anybody. Teenagers come, kids come. It's a great opportunity for moms to come with their daughters, um, for them to start learning at a young age how to be an activist in this movement. It's for people who work in pregnancy centers. It's for moms. It's for anybody who wants to learn more about the pro-life movement. Now, I say this is a working conference because it is. We figure out how to best go back into our communities, how to go back into our states and get active. So Mm -hmm. we have, it's not just coming together and being like, rah, rah, let's be pro-life together. No, we have mission points. We have activism points. So we want to give you things to do so that you can go back into your state and implement them. So you can go back into your community and implement them. And so we, we do that every year. And uh, we talk about state policies. We talk about things you can do in your community. We have huge networking sessions so that you can figure out who's in your state so that you can network with. There are lifelong friendships that are made at this conference. And it's amazing to see. We have women that came to the first conference, which was in Dallas, and they come together every year. These are people that live in different states. So Uh, I know that there's a woman that lives in uh, Dallas and she met a woman that lives in Maryland and they have become best friends and they come to the conference every year together. They meet up at the conference every year together, no matter where it is. Those are the kind of friendships that you make at this conference. It's unique. It's different. It is full of worship. We are unabashedly Christian at this conference. And so it's full of worship. It is so Holy Spirit driven and it's, cheap it's only like 140 bucks to attend and we feed you the whole time so you don't have to worry about eating we feed you good food while you're there and uh, it's really it's a great deal and you would be so blessed to come now friends mark june 23rd to the 25th saint charles convention center in saint charles missouri and the topics um that You know, some of the topics that I have listed down are abortion pill reversal, sex trafficking, uh, what the meaning of sexual freedom is, how to change minds in a post-Roe America, and the panel of former abortion workers. And it sounds like it is some of the best uh, speakers around on pro-life movement. What are you hoping to accomplish? I know you've talked about going in and activating and going into the states, but I am asking on behalf of our listeners, uh, what are you hoping to accomplish by the end of the conference? So, I mean, we are living in a post-row America now, right? So that looks different. Our country looks different. We are dividing up 
the conference this year by states where abortion is illegal um, and states where abortion is not. And so we have completely different tracks Mm -hmm. when we go into our networking and our state activism. So we have different tracks for those different states. So um, we're going to be focusing on different things in the states, obviously, where abortion is is still legal and where it's not legal. So, um, you know, we we have different pregnancy help resource information for uh, states where abortion is illegal, right? We need to help those women in a different way. They may be looking at traveling out of state to have an abortion. So what does that look like for us as we're witnessing to them, as we're talking to them, um, you know, where abortion is, is still legal, you know, we need to be talking to them in a different way. We also have a really, a special focus this year on miscarriage loss. So Donna Murphy is with um, an organization called Heaven's Gain, and um, she has gone state by state, and she has listed out the um, the laws regarding the uh, burial of remains if a woman has a miscarriage. And So one of the things that we're asking women to do in their own state is to advocate for women who have had a miscarriage loss, women who have lost their baby to miscarriage, um, if they have to go in a hospital and they have to have some sort of miscarriage management, for these women to be able to have their babies and bury their babies. It's amazing, Shug, how many women are denied the right to have Mm -hmm. their babies um, from the hospital and bury them. And wow. so that's one of the key points that we're that we're focusing on this year um, is legislative reform with miscarriage. Um, and so that's one of the things that we're looking at as well. We always have a focus on adoption um, every year. So we're having an adoption panel this year. Mm-hmm. We're going to be talking to birth mothers. What do birth mother rights look like? Um, how do we reform that state by state? So we have so many things that you know, there is something at a conf at this conference that will pique everybody's interest. I love it. So, um, yeah, That's so great. many personal testimonies and always a focus on healing. So, mm-hmm. you know, if you're an activist in this movement, you have to recharge your own heart. You have to recharge your own spirit. And so there's always a big focus on healing ourselves and healing our mm-hmm. own hearts. Yes. You know, um, remind us please where they can register. Um, and where do they go for that? What website? Yeah, it's just prolifewomen.com. You can get all the information there. We have the schedule. We have speaker bios, um, all kinds of information about the conference, uh, the location, addresses, um, our hotel block, where you can book your rooms. Everything is there at prolifewomen.com. Now, if there's someone who can't make it down there, um, how can they be involved? How can they connect? How can they find out more? Uh, possibly what what you talked about at the conference. Yeah, so we're going to have a lot of that listed on our on our website. We're also going to track a lot of this stuff on social media. So we have pro life women's conference pages on social media on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, so be looking at that. We're going to be posting, you know, uh, a few of the sessions online. We don't live stream because, like I said, this is really a working conference. So live streaming it kind of wouldn't make sense. You sort of need to be there uh, to experience it. But uh, we will post a few of the breakout sessions online. Mm -hmm. So I would go and follow our page on social media. So how can we be praying for you coming up? 
I would be praying, you know, Satan loves to attack travel and he loves to attack electronic problems. So I would be specifically praying for travel for the attendees that are coming. Um, you know, he loves to put a kink in people's plans. So, um, I would just ask that people be praying for our presenters, that they can get there, that there's no, you know, messing up their plans, that the enemy stays away from that, that everybody stays healthy, and that the people that are planning on coming, that they're able to get there without any snags. Yeah, yeah. We're just going to be praying that everything goes seamless, and the enemy is bound yes. from anything that he's thinking yes. of. And women, if you've had an abortion in the past, um, I can tell you right now, especially after interviewing Abby several times, there is peace, there's reconciliation, there's second chances. I mean, I, I don't want you to feel like, well, I, you know, my past defines me because you take today and you start moving forward in Jesus Christ. So Abby, thank you so much for coming on and thank you for fitting us in on your busy schedule. I know you've got a lot going on. But hopefully someday we'll have you back again and you can give us an update about how things are going and what the latest news is as far as ending abortion altogether in the whole world. Anytime. Thank you so much for having me on. Thank you, Abby. Uh, friends, you know I love you. This is Shug Burry, Over and Out.